Welcome back to the New York Gun Guys podcast. My name is John. My name's Taylor. What's up, Taylor? How you doing, John? <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're back at it. Yes. Welcome. Welcome back. We're glad you stuck around. Yes. If you stuck around. Yeah, after... If you didn't stick around, well, then we're not glad. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't stick around, you're not welcome here. That's <laughs> nah, all good. We nah, welcome so everyone. We, um, <clears throat> we're seeing some crazy shit going on. Yeah. And, oh, before we start, go back, check out our other episodes, uh, and like us on Facebook, Instagram. I always forget to do that and uh, subscribe. Yep, definitely. Please do. <laughs> share us. Definitely share us. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to us after you listen to all your good podcasts when you have yeah. nothing left to listen to. Uh, we appreciate it. So, we're seeing some shit, man. Yeah, I was talking to John and I wanted to do a podcast about this. Basically, now that the election is allegedly done with. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, you know, election, pandemic, Gun buying, availability, yeah. pricing, yeah. Uh, pandemic we, buying. Yeah, we just want to talk about what what, what we're seeing out yeah. there. And what people are asking us, like friends, family, mm-hmm. about, hey, where can I get this? Or how do you get this? Or how yeah. do you do this? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess to kick it off, the big thing is ammunition. Ammunition is almost non-existent. Um, if you want to pony up the cash and pay what these retailers are asking, then by all means, go for it. People defend high prices of ammunition, saying it's a free market, supply and demand, yada, yada. I get that. But John and I, just to be current, we just did a little digging on some websites that were New York friendly that shipped to us without having to go through an FFL that shipped to your door. And one site was completely out of pretty much everything common, completely out of 762 by 39, 9mm, 5.56. The other site had uh the cheapest nine millimeter was tool ammo and it was how much was it john do you remember the tool ammo the nine millimeter it was like 60 cents around look it up right now yeah i believe it was was 66 cents around yeah 66 cents around okay we looked on um uh i don't want to say the name Eh. (laughs) i I, I guess he could fuck it i don't want to say the name because then when the shit gets back in stock it'll be gone again Eh, all right (laughs) Listen, if you're okay, in the know, we, you're in the know. Yeah, we went to one site that's that's very popular, especially in New York. Right, because okay. they ship to your door. They will ship to your door. They have usually you go on there, especially what I what I've been seeing with like the pandemic and stuff is you go on there and they have all their like cheap options are are sold out, but they have their like you know mid range imported and, premium right their expense stuff. Dude, I went on there today no. and did like clicked a little button that says like in stock only, so I can only. Only see what they have. Nothing. The whole fucking thing is blank. Yeah, I know. It's pretty scary, man. I've never seen anything like that before. I know. I know. And even other websites I've seen, even if they did have stuff in stock, it's double, triple the price. Um, Certain local retailers charging 80 cents around for 9mm plus tax. And, um, you know, there is an element of supply and demand. Manufacturers got shut down because of COVID. They can only run so many people or so many shifts due to state regulations and whatever. And obviously, the shipping industry affected that, whatever. But my, my point is this. When it comes to ammunition, number one, I hate to say it, but there's a lot of new gun owners that are just going out there yeah. and buying all the ammo and paying these prices, which then validates to retailers, hey, we could charge this much. Right. Obviously, you need to have ammo when you buy a gun. That goes without saying. Obviously, you want to be able to shoot your gun with the ammo that you just bought goes without saying 
But be discerning when purchasing ammo. Be like, all right, this ammo is this much. I'm going to keep buying it, but then it's only going to justify these crazy high prices. Then people say back to me, well, like, you know, it's free market supply and demand. The retailers during a pandemic should, should be able to charge whatever they want. It's up to the c- consumer to decide. Yeah. With the level of people buying firearms and ammunition right now, to me, it is more so an issue of what can I charge for this thing that everybody wants? How much money can I make off of it? Certain places, obviously their costs have gone up. The ammo costs have gone up from distributors and suppliers, so they have to pass it along. And you do see some occasional things. I think I saw the other day, uh, 7.62 by 39 was like 40 cents around. Obviously, it's double what it should be, but it's nowhere near as bad as 5.56, which is going for like a buck around. Yeah. I'm going to say there's a record number of people buying guns for the first right. time. There's a record number of people buying guns in general. Yeah. Um, I pulled up an interesting uh, FBI.gov uh, statistic. Know. Yeah. Okay. This has the Nick's firearm background checks for the entire year the totals so far um from 1998 all the way till 2000 i mean i'm sorry 2020 oh okay so it's pretty current i suppose it is so just to give you some uh, it's it's i mean it's definitely current it's mm-hmm. down to even this month oh, okay um i guess it so far tab. yeah they they definitely do <laughs> so um in 2020 the total number of nicks checks so these are people Trying to buy a gun, I, I guess per se, right? Um, Purchasing firearms through an FFL, yeah. <clears throat> Twenty-eight million three hundred sixty-nine thousand seven hundred fifty for the whole year. Damn, it's a lot so far, and it's actually the that that was the highest it's ever been up until that point. So people are just buying more and more and right. more and more fucking, and that guns. doesn't even count the private sales or things that you know in in the rest of the country, right? In certain states where you don't need to undergo right. a, a next right. check, right? Uh, Twenty twenty. So far, we still have a month left. I don't think they have November on here yet. No, they don't have November. November's not done. Um, 32,131,914 with two months to go. Wow. it's a lot, man. They have it broken down into state. If you're just curious, (laughs) California in 2019, California in 2019, 2.1 million next checks. Uh, This year so far... What would I say? It was 1.2 million, 1.24 million. So 1,240. And this year so far, 1,334. Okay. So it's going up. Yeah. And it looks like just about every state is up. I mean, obviously, New York is up. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, we have a, this just goes to show that we do have a record number of people buying guns. Right, right. And we have a record number, whether those are new new gun sales or, you know, new gun owners, I should say, or people who already have guns who are just buying more. Right. Yeah. Just to kind of election-proof themselves, as I like to say. When the pandemic started, there was obviously oh, a yeah. huge gun huge. buy. You know, lines out the door, gun shops, yeah. huge bum rush right. on firearms. Yeah, and um, I got lucky because right before this, all this stuff really hit. Me and some coworkers split a case of ammo at normal price, and I'm very thankful that I did. I was on the fence. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, the case was three hundred dollars. It was thirty cents around for five five six. And I'm like, ah, oh, should I do it? I don't know, but I'm glad I did because you know that mm-hmm. would have been five hundred dollars that I would have. Had to we spend for just that same saw five five six for oh, yeah. a one dollar around. Buck around for five five six. One dollar right around. Every right. time you pull the trigger, the dollar. The dollar. Yeah, well, <laughs> shooting know. the machine guns was kind of like that. 
<laughs> yeah, but you're—I mean—you're paying a premium I for know, that for ammo, the, yeah, because for the, for the experience, you know. Right. Another thing I wanted to talk about in in addition to the ammo is, um, let's just—I've had people come up to me, friends, and say, "Hey, I want to buy a gun." Mm-hmm. The first thing I jokingly tell them is, "Well, you waited till the wrong time, but don't worry. If you have questions, I'll help you out. What do you want? <laughs> don't do? worry, I got you. I got you. You know what do you need to know? I'll help you out. But obviously, right. I want them to know, hey." I've been telling people for years, hey, you might want to buy a gun. You might want to do this. You might right. want to do that. But now, because there's the threat of not being able to have them, people yep. want them. I yep. have a very close friend of mine who wanted to build an, an AR-15 for months and months and months. He's been what should we this. name him? <laughs> Bill? No. <laughs> no. The, the, fictif- the, the fictitious, fictitious person Bill. in all of our, in all no, of our no, stories is Bill. He's one of my best friends. Yeah. I'm not going to obviously say his name. But yeah. he, he came to me. He's like, <laughs> for months, he's like, I want to build an AR-15. Like, yeah. All right, well. This is what I would do, X, Y, and Z. I mean, it depends on, like, well, first I would, I asked him, like, what do you want the gun for? Do you right. want it for, you know, home defense, up close and personal work? Do you want to have <laughs> it more? and personal work. I mean, listen, yeah. do you want to yeah, be able right. to reach out, you know, kind of more long you range? You want to reach out and touch somebody at a mile? <laughs> I don't, I'm not the person to ask about that. I, I am not. But I asked him, you know, you have to, if you're going to build an AR-15, you have to build it with a certain purpose in mind. Yeah. Um, and then go from there. Whether that's range or whatever. Right, range, you know, uh, like I said, the range that you want to shoot it at, right. the barrel length, what the application is, if you want it to be more portable, weight, Right, everything. right, right, right. So he said he kind of wanted it to be a, a little more of a long-range gun, but still be able to shoot, you know, close targets. So I'm like, all right. You know, basically what I, I kind of settled him on was an 18-inch. It was actually, a, I know people might shit on me for this, but it's PSA Premium, Cold Hammer Forged, Upper, Chrome Line Barrel, 18-inch with a free float M lock rail. And I told him, like, where you're going to put your money in a gun like this is in the barrel and the optic. The trigger is kind of eh as well. But, like, in an AR, it's always the barrel. It's always the optic. Because those are the things that are key to the accuracy of a gun. Everything else is you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he he waited a while. And the price of the upper went up and up and up. And he finally bought it. And he's like, dude, I just bought it. And then, like, a week later, it went up again, the price. I'm yeah. like, I know. And then we were talking and, you know, I was going over some things with him, telling him how to make it compliant right. and this, this, and this, because, you know, you have to. And I, I texted him, I'm like, do you have ammo? He's like, oh, man, I didn't even think of that. I'm like, all right. Because he's one of my closest friends, I told him I'll barter him some ammo. I'm like, listen, I need some things. If you want to go out and buy them for me, I'll trade you some ammo for it. I have enough ammo to be secure to say to do that to help out a friend. I'm not going to do that for anyone else, but... I don't Would want you to, not do it for me? I'd do it for you. <laughs> but uh, the stuff you you're shoot... Hold, you're holding out on that 9mm. I know you I don't are. have... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. I, I actually don't think I have any 9mm. better look. <laughs> I want it all. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got plenty of Mosin ammo. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Uh, I. Well, I mean, I don't have as I'm, much. I'm pretty good people. in the Mosin department. <laughs> you, might, but, you might be able to... <laughs> I won't, say, I won't say anything. <laughs> no. no. But yeah. um, so he, I was saying, you know, hey, so if you're going to build this gun, yeah. have a purpose of mine. I gave him a, some recommendations for, for some good quality parts. And then he went ahead and did it. And he he bought a lower recently mm-hmm. from a, a local place. And, um, you know, I, I, I stress to him, like, look, wrong time to do it, but let's get you set up. At least right. you're doing it. I mean, it sucks. It does. But you it's know, one more gun owner. And actually, he also put an order through the CMP for an well, more guarantee. thing. It's the wrong reason. It's the wrong time to do it. Not only because it's going to cost him more, right. but because it's just going to push it even further for like all these shops, like you said, right. that they're just going to say, oh, well, I people guess we are buying can. the stuff. I yeah, guess we, we can. can keep it at this price. Yep. You know, and it's, it's kind of a catch 22 in that essence. But like, I don't want to say we converted him. 
But, you know, when we took him to the range to get certified, because, yeah. he, like I said, he also bought a CMP M1. Right. M1 Garen. So, you know, we kind of converted somebody. We got somebody on the side, and he was yeah, asking well, he's me about it. a gun guy, though. Not really. I mean, he was always kind of pro for it, but he wasn't, like, totally... He, he never had one. But, mm-hmm. you know, when he shot that gun, and he was like, wow, this is great. And then he was asking me about all the laws in New York. He's like, well, why is that? That's stupid. I'm like, again, you know, this yeah. is what people we vote know. for. We know it's stupid. And, yeah. you know, you explain to him the laws and what's going on, and... Right. And then, you know, like we said in the last episode, like I'm not out to convert anybody, but he saw the light and then I showed him the way. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. Now, getting into, let's just say, um, moving moving from ammo, because look, mm-hmm. the popular caliber is 9mm, 5.56, 308, 7.62x39. Those are going to be your high demand ones. But there's still some deals to be had for other calibers. For you know, example. You know what's crazy? Just before we move off of like 9mm. What? I called the I called the local gun gun shop. Oh yeah. So I went yeah, to the range yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went I went to the range today. A buddy of mine called me up. He's like, "Hey, I haven't been to the range in a long time. Let's go." He he has a carry permit because he owns a business. Um, so he you know he he carries when he's at work. Um, he's like, "I haven't gone in a while. Do you want to go? I'm available." Yeah, I'll go. You got ammo? Oh, <laughs> uh, let me check. <laughs> like looking through his shit to see whatever whatever <laughs> extra ammo he got. You know how many boxes of ammo he pulls out? Like two? Yeah. <laughs> two boxes. Oh, man. I was like, dude, you have 100 rounds. I mean, look, the odds of him having to use 100 rounds in, in like, a home defense right. situation is obviously very low. You're never going to go right. through. Like, I told him, like, because he was like, oh, maybe I, maybe we shouldn't shoot. And I was like, look, because he has, um, I think he brought, like, ball ammo with him. But yeah, he, has like, he has, like, hollow points. Yeah, the so hollow points for, you want to save. For home defense, right? Yeah. He's like, I have, you know, hollow points and shit for, like, you know, a box of hollow points or whatever for, like, for my gun, what I need. Up close and, and I was like, look, work. if you're going through more than, like, a couple mags at most in a home defense situation, you're fucked, dude. Yeah, you're, you're, like, fucked. you're, like, shooting, like, armies of people right. pretty much. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, out. you're right. He's like, let's go. So that's what I said. I'm like, you're shooting at, like, multiple people right. and they're shooting back at you right. at that point. Yeah. Like, so you're in trouble. And the cops ain't coming. <laughs> and then not for a long time. You live time, in Minneapolis. Yeah. Right. He does not. <laughs> <laughs> that defund. <laughs> no. So he uh, he's like, all right. So we went to go shoot. I was like, let me, let me, uh, I, I, I have slightly more ammo than he does. So I'm like, let me, you know, call up a shop that was on the way. Mm-hmm. See if they have ammo. I call them up and they're, I'm like, hey, you know what's going on? Do you have nine millimeters? Like, like, yeah, we have nine millimeter, but. It's reserved for our range customers only. Mm. Really? So I got to come. I got to pay to rent a lane. And then I can buy the ammo? Like, really? Yeah. That's like, uh, come on. It's it's rationing. It's trying to maybe appease people that regularly go there. But at the same time, it's if you're it's, going to a range. It's trying to get the extra buck for people right. who are renting the guns. Who don't have ammo? Who are going to be buying ammo? The from new, them. the new people that really yeah. don't know any better. Right. Right. Who think eighty cents around for nine million is normal. normal, which it is not. Right, it might be the new normal under Joe Biden, but let's no. hope it's not. So, um, yeah, one thing again, moving now from the ammunition is the guns themselves. Um, high demand guns, like guns that are in high demand, like your shotguns. I haven't seen a Mossberg on a gun shelf in since this whole pandemic shit kicked off i've seen a lot of really nice high quality turkish imports i've seen well no, i've seen mossbergs but they were like the like the field uh like the hunting guns and stuff like that the real home defense guns the kind like i said up close and personal work but you know i haven't seen them on shelves in a long time and if you do happen to see one it is you know kind of pricey <laughs> yeah we just saw 
what, how much was it on that website? Uh, eight ninety five for, for a, a shockwave. Yeah, the and, little twelve gauge, yeah. uh, which at most is like a three hundred dollar gun. At most, pre pandemic, you know, normal pricing, dude. You know, part and, of me and, and that shop has a rep. Yes, a certain <laughs> shop on Long Island has a rep for let's just uh, say overcharging people. You all know, you all know the spot. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of hate on the internet. Yeah. And we, we people don't, we defend don't hate them. Anybody. People defend them, and they say they're great people. Look, I have no doubt that they're they're great people. They're nice people, whatever. But in my opinion, charging fifteen hundred dollars for a compliant AK, charging thirteen ninety five for a compliant Smith and Wesson Here, MP. Here's the thing: it's not proprietary, so no. you can't really. You have to have someone who just wants to pay that price, right? And people do, and that's yeah. the scary part. Yeah. So one thing I want to put out there is: if we have any new gun owners listening, if you really want a gun, this is my advice to you. Ask your friends whom you might, you'd be surprised. Just say, hey, I'm looking to buy a gun, but there are a lot of, you know, insane prices. Uh, availability is limited. You know of anybody that's selling one legally? And do you know of maybe anywhere that you've seen? Keep an eye out. If you go to a store or a shop, let me know. I've had people, like, I've asked, hey, if you go to the shop, let me know if they got any shotguns. I got a yeah. buddy of mine who's looking for one. Vice versa. You know, create kind of mm-hmm. like a, a network like that. Yeah. Um, there are some deals to be had, especially on used guns, too. Mm. And that's one nice thing about Millsurps. Yeah. <laughs> the old shit. Yeah. They're not really, they don't go up in value like like these, uh, like the shot, like the shotguns mm-hmm. and the ARs do. Yeah. They rise in value, but they kind of hold steady. I mean, obviously yeah. a Mosin isn't the best home defense tool, but... Oh, my God. You know, this is kind of why I like that I can go to that place, uh, Atlantic Tactical. Yeah. Because because of who they could sell shit to is so limited. Right. They don't run out of stock. Like right. That. Like, every time I go in there, they have shelves of, like, 9mm. Yeah. They're closed today, which is why I didn't go there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't have a chance to go yesterday. Um, yeah. It's Saturday today, for those of you who don't you know. You should see what they have. Let me know. No. It's mine, motherfucker. Jesus. What? <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for helping create a network of gun owners. <laughs> You're not part of that network, son. <laughs> now I have to go because I'm trying to think. The last time I was in there, I think they had. I mean, it was before before bite, mm. you know. So I think yeah. we saw we saw an issue obviously with the pandemic. We right. saw an issue with all these riots. Now that Biden, it looks like Biden's going to be the president of the United States. He, guns are going to they're going to be gone. Yeah, their ammo's already gone. Ammo's already non-existent. Yeah, it was already kind of non-existent. Right. But it's really non-existent now. Right. We we went from get having like a little, like the ammo that's like a little more expensive to just having no fucking ammo. Right. There's no ammo. Right. And if you could find it, sometimes <laughs> you could find some seen... scores of ammo here You know, and there. it's funny. There was a there was people next to me. They had like, you know the, the plastic tote mm-hmm. bin of like loose rounds? Yeah. I saw it and I was so jealous. Dude, I was looking at it and I was like, you motherfucker. Listen, I want that so jealous. bad. One thing I could tell people is, um, we're going to get to the firearms in a minute, but what I used to do before all this bullshit was every time I went out somewhere like Walmart or a gun shop, I would just buy a box of ammo. Mm. I know I paid a little bit more for it than yeah. buying in bulk, but every time I went to Walmart, I would buy a hundred pack of Federal 223, yeah. right? It was like thirty, $34, $32. Yeah. And I would put that in the closet. But that and could I be have a, lot, a stack man. of them now. That could I, be a lot for some people. It is. Like, it is. But you know what? If you buy it infrequently like that, as opposed to dropping $300 at a, at a time, yeah. you could build it up slowly. Yeah. And that's how, honestly, how I built a lot of my own stash was just every now and then going, whenever, yeah. whenever I went to Walmart, picking up a couple of boxes. Do they even sell ammo anymore? No. 
No, they don't. But, you know, this applies to, you know, if you have a field and stream, a local gun shop. Just every time you pass by, spend spend 20 bucks. You're going to spend $20 on on bullshit anyway. You know, you spend $20 on fast food in a week on Grubhub or, you know, DoorDash or whatever. Do you order order stuff on DoorDash? Mm, I did when I was in the hospital just because I needed food and I didn't want to buy cafeteria food. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't really use use it. Do you use Uber? Uber Eats? Either. Um, I use Uber when I'm in, like, the city. Well, I haven't mm-hmm. been to the city since before all this shit, no, okay. but... I'm just curious. Why? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> they sell ammo? <laughs> Yo, that would be cool as hell, Uber. the Uber of ammo. Yeah, the Uber of ammo. If only ammo existed. Yeah, I so. know. <laughs> now, moving on, yeah, I, I wanted was, to talk oh, about the firearms. I was going to say that, oh, yeah. like, I, I used to buy from the, from the website, yeah. like, a thousand rounds at a time. I thought it was a lot. I'm going to have to buy more, dude. Like, three, four thousand rounds. Yeah, especially you if you're training. That's the whole thing. Like I, I'm not like a stockpile person. I use my ammo because I have to use my gun right. in order to, to possibly save my life. Right. I have no choice. I have to stay proficient. So I end up shooting a lot more ammunition than right. the regular person. So right. One thing I I don't shoot a lot of ammo. I'm not the most trained person out mm-hmm. there. I I don't go to training classes. I'd love to, but yeah. it's just time and cost, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the type of guns that I like to shoot aren't really conducive for that. Obviously, you know. I have the ARs and stuff like that, but yeah. like you know, my Mausers or my Mosins or mm. you know my Enfield. It's like you're not going to run a training course and shoot 800 rounds of that shit. That'd be awesome. It would be, but it would be very painful. You really need to get your pistol license, dude. I know, but now you know. Good luck finding nine mil, <laughs> mm. or you know, maybe I'll just shoot a ten millimeter. It just fuck the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, what I was getting at was basically I don't shoot a lot of my ammo. I buy it and I kind of keep it and hold on to it. But if I ever wanted to, I have it. And yeah. I could use it as a barter. I could use it as if I'm ever short cash for something, I could liquidate a little bit of it and still mm-hmm. be okay. Yeah. Um, same thing with like, you know, uh, the same thing with guns. You know, if you need yeah. to sell a gun during this time, well, now would be the good time to sell a gun. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I'm going to have to do now when I buy ammo is just put some to the side and just Mm -hmm. allocate that. I'm going to have to allocate a portion of whatever I buy to range and allocate a portion of whatever I buy to just keep it it in case because at times like this, look, I want to go and shoot. I want to practice. I need to do that. And I don't have enough ammo to do that. And that's the problem. And that's why I'm not saying we have to stockpile in case of the zombie apocalypse. No, I'm saying like we need to stockpile for a time like this when we still want to go out and exercise our right and shoot our guns. And we can't because we can't fucking buy ammunition. I mean, shit. There was a Chris Rock bit uh, that he used to do. If every bullet cost five thousand dollars, there think, would never be a shooting. Yeah, you think twice about shooting a motherfucker. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and it really is. They don't want gun control. They what, what they really want is bullet control. Of course, <laughs> that yeah. was. I love yeah. that line from yeah. him. Um, but getting well, let's the, not give them any ideas. No, no. Getting onto the guns now, um, John. When you were at the range today, like yeah. you were mostly shooting pistol. The, the range yeah. that we go to, its pistols are separated from rifles. Just due to the firing lines and the ranges. Um, you said it was really packed, right? Yeah, there was a lot of people there, and I went late in the day. Okay. And um, did you happen to see anybody over on the rifle side, or you were not really over there? No, I wasn't anywhere near it. Okay. I heard some cannon-type shit, though, going off over <laughs> it, there. It was like a 50 or a 338 or something like that. I don't know, man. It was like kind of quick fire. Oh. It was like semi-auto, whatever it was. Could've it it could have been a 30-06, like an M1 or a 308 or something. Oh, dude, it was like a fucking cannon. Nice. It was like Mosin cannon, oh, yeah. or a little more... But quick. Mm, that's I cool. guess it could have been like a semi-auto. Yeah, SVT or something like yeah. that. SVT 40. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Basically, what I'm getting at is you, you go to the range nowadays and mm-hmm. you see a lot of people with the guns they just bought. You yeah. see a lot of people with yeah. the fresh can of ammo. You know, I will say, 
um, I didn't see a lot of that because I think those people go earlier in the morning. The people I saw, because I went around two, two, three o'clock, and the range closes at four thirty. Mm-hmm. There was like a lot of older men there with their families, like That's an cool. old, a lot of old. I saw like quite a few like middle aged to older men, um, with like kid like kids. I saw several kids there. Like I saw a kid learning how to shoot for the first time with like a little snub nose revolver with his dad. That's cool. You know, like but like when you go earlier. You get like you know the meatheads, you know what <laughs> the I mean? guys that buy the AK and yeah. call it the chopper. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so I know. you know, I, I, I know that it made me happy to see. One thing that I remember we were talking about um, with Lisa was buying a gun and knowing the type of ammunition to use in it, especially during this pandemic. Um, if you buy a gun for the first time, you and you you just kind of want to just buy ammunition for it. You just oh my god, there's no ammo available. I'm just gonna buy this. Make sure it's the right type. You know, you don't want to be paying out the ass for hollow points if you want to go to the range and train. If hollow points are all that are available, maybe buy a box of that, but see if you could score some full metal jackets and ball ammo. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to be burning through hollow points for no reason just right. hitting paper. That's right. not what they're for. Yeah. Same thing with uh, rifle rounds. You know, um, it's premium. Like, I went to uh, Field and Stream that's kind of local here, and I was looking for some, like, 30-06 for my M1s, and all they had was the, the premium hunting ammo, which wouldn't it's not advisable to shoot um high velocity ammunition in your m1 without a different gas plug but you know i wasn't about to pay almost 30 dollars a box just to have ammo for it that wouldn't even work right in my gun anyway Mm. so you have to be kind of decisive in that you have to kind of know okay i have this gun but if i can't get the ammo for it i have to be very judicious in what ammo i do buy and if you see something if you can afford it and you feel it's right then you could buy it but again Kind of, I, I hate to be the guy that told you so, but, you know, motherfucker, I told you so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just wish I had more ammo, man. Listen. That's real. I didn't shoot. It'll, it should hopefully come back. This is 2012 all over again. Remember when we couldn't find 22 on the shelves for like a fucking year? <laughs> Remember that? Oh, yeah. And, you know, ammo was less expensive then than it is now, but things bounce back. Um, people can only buy so much ammo you know like like i said with the the gun hoarders or like the uh, the stockpiling of guns that joe biden wants to stop quote unquote yeah quote, i'm i'm using air quotes you can't see it there's only so many guns you can buy there's only so much i mean whatever people's budgets are i mean people got the money to do it god bless them but like you know there's only so much ammo you could buy i mean it be someone like me i can't drop a thousand dollars on ammo right now you yeah, know right so somebody who buys uh, New York compliant AR for thirteen hundred ninety five dollars plus tax, and then buys a thousand dollars worth of ammo. You just spent twenty three hundred bucks. That's like, you know, mortgage money. That's rent money. That's yeah. that's some serious coin, man. So for the people that do that, I don't think there's, I don't that can't sustain. That system cannot sustain yeah. itself. I put a notification on every single. To let you know when it's in stock. Box of ammo, yeah. Not like the crazy expensive stuff yeah. that I'm just not going to buy. But the stuff that, you know, I use to go to the range. Right. And I, I so- think I'm going to start, sorry to interrupt you, I no, think I'm going right. to start buying, because I really, for a long time I didn't buy like steel case. Yeah, the steel case is perfect for the range, dude. Especially yeah, but like I'm mil. putting it through my duty gun. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. It's a Glock. Trust me, you're fucking yeah. fine. Because, um, dude, it was like seven ninety nine a box. Yeah. The fuck? I was telling you to buy steel case a long yeah, time okay, ago. Okay, that's fine, but the but the next level up was was ten dollars a box or nine ninety nine a box right. for for brass. fucking brass. So what's the dollar difference? It's ten dollars, you know. But if you're buying a thousand dollars worth of the shit, it adds up. Well, a thousand dollars allows you to train right, more. By a thousand rounds, it's like a hundred and twenty bucks with 
with tax. I know, but what I'm getting at is by you know now that now that you you see what could happen, you might oh, yeah. reassess. Hey, maybe that steel case in my Glock, as long as it's not going to do any damage, it's fine. It shouldn't. You do. know, I mean, all my commie guns eat up the steel case because it's the only thing that's available. And yeah. they fucking love it. You just got to clean them because it's a little dirty afterwards. Yeah. But well, because it doesn't like compress. Like the it doesn't ex- the, the yeah the steel and brass expand yeah. at different rates, and you just have I, to be. Know, I also saw um, aluminum. Yeah. Case. Yeah. And CCI. it was like, but it was also really cheap. Yeah. Which I was surprised it was cheap because aluminum's kind of expensive. Not really. Aluminum's cheap as fuck. No, that's not true. Yeah. Well, I mean, cheaper than than like brass. Yeah, it is cheaper than brass. Yeah. I was but, just was surprised it was like that. Oh yeah, cheap. aluminum ammo's been around for a long time. Now. I know. It's I know. a soft metal. Yeah. And it's an alloy, and they you know they make it soft, kind of like it's supposed to try and mimic brass. Yeah. But. You know, when it comes to training, you know, some people have a thing against steel case ammo. Look, if it works in your gun and you could tr- you could shoot more of it, go for it, man. Yeah. You know, my all my AKs and my uh, my SKSs, they obviously shoot the Russian shit. Yeah. And I got I got a lot of that stuff. Thankfully, yeah. I am very thankful about that. It's just different because that's a gun that you shoot at the range, and I'm shooting a gun that has to work every time I pull the trigger. Oh yeah, no, and I mean, listen, an AK should work every time you pull the trigger. I'm not. You're not gonna. You know what I'm talking. about. Oh, I know. About. You're not gonna shoot steel case on the job. I know that. No, I know. But I'm saying if it's gonna have an adverse effect on my gun in any way, that's yeah. the problem. But you know what? If you want, dude, I got the perfect solution for you. You buy another barrel, and then you shoot. You shoot that barrel when you go to the range, and then you swap it out, and then have that for your duty. You never have to clean my barrel of my gun again. Well, you still got to clean the one you shoot at the range. <laughs> Something to look into, my friend. Something to look into. Yeah. I don't know if that's such a bad idea, but yeah. if that's what you're really worried about, I wouldn't be worried about it. But... I don't really know what I'm worried about. I'm just curious, yeah. you know? It's I mean, I have free parts and labor through through my agency forever. I'd be fucking blessing that shit. Yeah, but watch. Nothing will happen until I have to use it on Shooting a job. Shoot sideways. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could actually bring it. Bring it. They have like an armory, and I can bring it fire there, it. and they'll just. Oh god, no! <laughs> but I could bring it to the armory there, and they'll uh, repair any parts. Whatever. That's awesome, man. You know what though? Like I, I, I brought it there once. I mean, they're only human. Yeah, I've heard some stories, but I brought it there once because you know how like my my gun doesn't like always lock. Locked the lock. The slide doesn't always lock. Yeah. When it gets like when it gets warm, and I put a lot of rounds through it, it tends yeah. not to lock, which would likely never be a real problem anyway. Right. But um. Like on, you know, out in the street, unless we're having a full on fucking war. But um, they were like, yeah, it just happens. Like, it just happens on some Glocks, you know. All Glocks are different. I'm like, uh, it could be the polymer. It could be, you know, uh, the expansion of the polymer or something yeah. like that. Your yeah. mat, your, uh, your uh, slide lock, your, you might bump it, it might accidentally. Be. It might be. You know, I find that sometimes the experience, the little experience that I've had shooting it, I've had yeah. my, my thumb yeah. hit the slide yeah. lock and it doesn't, you mm-hmm. know, it releases the slide. Mm-hmm. So it's probably that. Yeah. I don't anticipate having to go through that much ammunition ever. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't really anticipate having to go through multiple mags, right. like, uh, unless I walk into like an active shooter situation. Oh, yeah. Jesus which I Christ. hope I never do. But I, no. I, I heard a story once that uh, somebody, like, their trigger was all fucked up because, like, because, you know, we have a different trigger. Yeah. And, um, they had to go and they had to like get their whole fucking gun fixed because the trigger was all fucked up. And it was a trigger that they put in. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they're only human. Right. My trigger works just fine. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of triggers and yeah. components and barrels, one thing that you could look into if you can't get a whole gun, like I'm using the AR as an example because it's right. a very popular rifle here in New York, um, to build your own and make it compliant, there's still barrels and parts out there. I mean, the parts are available. Um, I know certain websites sell 
just parts, barrels, upper receivers. I think I saw like just a stripped upper receiver for like 60 bucks, 50 bucks. Um, I saw some pretty decent barrels on other websites for like 200, 150, depending on, you know, if you want them chrome lined or not, you know, barrel length, material, Mm -hmm, et cetera. mm -hmm. But the parts are still out there. Lowers, I mean, local after like tax and everything was like a hundred bucks that our friend bought the lower for. I mean, listen, it's more expensive than what it was, but well, eh, I locally my... it's not bad because yeah. if you were to buy it online, have it shipped and transfer, you're looking at that price anyway. Yeah. Regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. when I last bought a lower, it was like 60 bucks, but it's hundred bucks now during a pandemic. I'm like, yeah. eh, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not. No. And that's what they were going for when Obama became president. Yep. Yep. Because right I hundred bucks. Yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah. So you get, if you still want an AR, which is a very high demand gun nowadays, you can, if you look up some YouTube videos and buy the parts, you could assemble it yourself, save some coin, and get what you really want. Yeah. Um, you don't have to pay these ridiculous prices that certain shops are asking. Mm-hmm. You know, $1,300, $1,400 for just a basic Smith & Wesson that at the beginning of the pandemic, somebody I know bought for $800 out the door. And I'm like, you know, that's a little high, but it's New York and they made it compliant. So mm-hmm. that's the that's the price you pay for that. And I'm like, okay, right. well, it's a good gun. You know, it's like they took a $600 gun or $500 gun and they marked up to eight, made it compliant. And I'm like, okay, that's the cost of doing business here. Yeah. But at that, that was even more reasonable right. than the shit that I'm seeing now. Oh, and the shit is, that we're seeing now is just fucking out of control. I know. But people are buying it. Stop. That's, that's my fucking problem. Stop. It's going to go back to normal. You don't need fucking 10 ARs. I'm sorry. You don't have to arm your old family. Well, I listen, <laughs> listen. You don't need 10, AR, 10 ARs because you went, oh, shit, Biden's president? Let me go buy five more. Well, let me say this. To the people who lived through the 94 assault weapons ban, those guns that they bought pre-ban wound up in New York, at least until the SAFE Act was passed, wound up being a saving grace for a New Yorker. You could have a pre-ban gun and not have to worry about the laws because it didn't apply. Mm. So I'm going to say that if you do decide to buy a gun, be judicious, do your research, ask some friends... See if maybe there's some used options or whatever, but don't be a sucker to these shops that are trying to, you know, basically bend you over the table, bend you over the counter. It's not worth it. Yeah. And I, I, I wish we could do an episode on like shitty gun shops on Long Island, but I don't want to create any enemies <laughs> no. with anybody. No, no, it's no, not no, our no. place. But like I mean, I said, look, you can go on, you could Google and look at reviews. Go to and New York Gun subreddit, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you'll see. I right. mean,. People out there fucked right. up. <laughs> and you know what? If you have questions, ask us. Send us a message. Be like, yeah. hey, I see this gun. Is it worth it? Or, hey, I'm thinking about building an AR. You know, is this a good part? Yeah, and, or... and join groups because, oh, yeah. Taylor, we never told the story of me going to check out that gun. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I yeah. thought we did. No. Oh, this happened right before we took the vacation. Yeah. We, we went away uh, from my bachelor party. Yeah. But, um... I don't want to get too much into that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my man. So, uh, <laughs> okay, this is a good story. This I'll, is a great story. I'll preface it. I'm at work one day, and I know John for a long time has been looking for a Mosin Nagant sniper. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I see a local shop that I've heard very good things about. I've bought some things from them in the yeah. past. They post on their Instagram that they had two in stock, and one of them looked like, like it was torn, brought... Like it was like a bring back. It looked yeah. like a bring back and it yeah. had like these weird Chinese characters on the yeah. stock. It and was... I'm like, that is so unusual. It right. looks like a bring back. Right. The sling looks like it's been through hell. Mm-hmm. I called up John. I was at work. I'm like, John, 
the shop has two snipers. One of them looks like a bring back. If you want to buy one, this is the chance because the price was very reasonable. Yeah, he was like, you have to go. I was like, I don't know. He was like, go, go, please, yeah, go, go, go. check go. it out. He would not leave me alone for like 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck, no. fine. I'll fucking go. Let me take a shower. Let me get ready. Right. Because if he didn't go, if I wasn't at work, I would have been on my way yeah. there already. And people were like commenting on it like, oh, right. shit, What's that the looks details? Like, yeah. What's this? Right. What's this? And the price, when I, ca- I called them and I asked about it, and the price was pretty decent. What was it? One, $8.99? Yeah, it was like eight, $8.99 it was, it or something like that. Yeah. It was $8.99. And they had yeah. two in stock. But this one looked like a normal refurb yeah, uh, sniper. Yeah, yeah. But then this one looked like a, a vet bring back. And right. I'm like, holy shit. So, John, take it from there. Okay, so I drive over there. I go in. I ask to see it. They take it off the wall. The first thing I looked at were, were the uh, Chinese like characters, the, like the Asian Chinese characters. Yeah, I can tell you right away they were they were added after the fact. Yeah, like they were the stamped fact. on. Basically, they, the, the letters, the or the symbols were so crisp. You know, it's and you like, saw the stamp marks. The, you the, can see the stamp marks around. You know, like and in some older ones you can see them, but it's like it's almost like they're not like really in depth. You could just tell. Also, it was the same markings you find on like the side of yes. an SKS, the yes. Chinese Type 56 right. with a Factory 66 right. triangle that has no business being on right. a Russian sniper, right. uh, Mosin. Um, and it was from Russia because we thought it might have been um, Hungarian. Hungarian. So I saw it the wasn't. Chinese symbols on the side and Hungary, Hungary sent um, snipers to Vietnam. So some bringbacks from Vietnam were Hungarian snipers, yeah. which are very rare and very very collectible. Yeah. So as soon as I saw that with the Chinese characters, I'm like, I couldn't see really what they were in the mm-hmm. picture. But I'm like, if that's a if that's a Vietnam bringback right. and it's a Hungarian, you need to buy that for that fucking price, no matter right. what. Um. So that was the second thing I looked at. I looked right. for the little symbol for that. It wasn't there. It was right. a rush. It was from Russia. Yeah. Um. No import marks though. No import marks. Which is and I looked all over the place. I looked on the on the far end of the barrel. Yeah. You know, and and they they weren't there. Um. That was a weird thing for me. Yeah. But we the scope was an original scope because right. I was he was texting me and sending me pictures yeah. and I was texting him back. The scope was an original scope. Um. The scope mount was original. Um. There was like um. A, uh, it looked like there was a repair done right on the where, stock where the uh, scope mount met the stock. It looked right. like it was a repair. The bolt did not match the gun. The gun, which is not the end of the world, right? It's not, but you know, if you're if you're looking for something that doesn't have import marks, it could be all original yeah. or whatever. And and the whole thing is. The the gun the, the gun wasn't worth what they were asking. They offered them a lower price. They refused. They said, "Oh no, we're going to sell it right away." Okay, right. no problem. So they also told me, you know, it wasn't the time to be to be asking for less. You, you, yeah. know, you have to Always ask. ask. Yeah, Always don't ask, be a man. dick about it and no. ask twice. No. Okay. No. So John was sending me these pictures, and I was posting them to a, a Facebook group that I belong to. Yeah. And people with a lot more knowledge of me was saying, "Oh, does it have this? Does it have this? What about this?" And then somebody commented, "I've seen that gun like around. That yeah. gun has been around. Yeah. It's it's." A reef, like somebody made it to look that way. Somebody right. dark in the woods. Somebody, and I don't know about the import marks. I wasn't there. Maybe sometimes they're under the handguard, but you're not taking yeah, apart they, the gun they, on the counter. The import marks were not visible, right? And to me, that's like wow. Okay, but the sniper that I have also yeah. doesn't have import marks. Oh but yeah, that. But it doesn't mean it was a bring back or brought in before 1968. Yeah, yeah. it was just missed during the stamping. Yeah. like they just must have missed it or something. Right. Um. So. John was looking at it and I told him like, you know what, dude, from what I'm seeing, people are giving me input on it. We're talking about it back and forth instantaneously. Mind you on a Facebook group. This is the beauty of the internet. Right. Um, I said, you know what, dude, I, if it were me, I know I told you to go down there and look at it, but 
I wouldn't buy it. It wasn't um, worth it. Yeah, some and guys, I was, and it, it and it only it wasn't worth it because of the price they were asking. Yeah, for it. because it was so suspect. Right. Because of that, yeah. and if somebody honestly, if that if that whoever had it before you didn't stamp those Type fifty six markings on it, I might have said, yeah, buy it. Yeah, honestly, but whoever did that, that just goes to show you they were trying to do something that maybe they saw. A gun from Vietnam had, or you know what I mean? It like it made no fucking sense. Yeah, it's like you know somebody who who drives a Chevy, but they like Ford, just putting Ford on the side, and you're like, what? You know? Yeah, <laughs> so, and I, I wasn't like a. And aside from that, <clears throat> I won't say where I went. The guys were very nice, but yeah. I kind of felt like they knew that it really wasn't like crazy rare, and they, they just knew what they had. Right. And it's like almost like they were trying to like oversell it to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I went in there and I asked them about it, and I asked them if everything was original on the gun. Is everything the same? They go, oh, yeah, everything's original. The first thing I do is take out the bolt, different bolt number. Well, the bolt could be original. It just doesn't match. No, no. I asked if everything matched and whatever. And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they didn't expect me to look, mm. basically. And I pulled it out. I was like, oh, well, the bolt serial number is not the same. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the bolt's not the same. You know what you I mean? Th- like, So you're thinking that maybe they thought you were like a first-timer going in. and like, Oh, yeah. I think that they thought that I was a first-timer going in and they were going to be able to sell this gun to me. Okay. You know, it's just it's the vibe I got. You know, and I don't know a super, super, super crazy amount about, right. but, you know, like, I got, I got you, and you got right, the, the people that you know, <laughs> you know, and it's like one of those things, man. The, the bolt number was a good number, though. It was, like, really low. It was, like, yeah. 236 or something. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything, because it could have been, like, the, the like, whatever number uh, letters were before that, that could have been the millionth one they made. So well, There were no letters. Oh. That's weird. The bolt number was like 264 or something like that. It was very low. Okay. No letters, nothing. Hmm. And, I mean, it would have been cool if the whole thing matched. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like if the, if the price was yeah. lower and yeah. everything matched, yeah. I might have said go for it. Yeah. But just as a curiosity, yeah. just as a, yeah, what is this yeah. gun, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it wasn't worth it. The there would be line others out there. It. Oh, yeah. And I, so I didn't buy it. Yeah. But this just goes to show you that, you know, ask people. Don't just take what the guy at the, the gun shop says, especially if you're a new person. Yeah. Especially going in there and buying a gun. Don't yeah. let them like say, oh, this imported yeah. shotgun is better than right. a Mossberg and, and, or it's and this And do or your research that. and understand things because they tried to sell me on the point, on the fact that the way that repair was done, they were saying like, oh, look, um, you know, usually these, uh, these scope mounts are connected, you know, in such a way, but this one is like done like extra well you know it was like one of those weird things and it was like so clear it was a repair like, right eh, well, it, why it doesn't matter to... that it's a repair. right why not just say like oh you know this is a repair made to this gun but like the craftsmanship on the repair yeah is, i'm actually looking at the I'm, I'm looking at the pictures you had sent me yeah and yeah it looks like an arsenal repair it's like right. um it's like two pieces of wood that are dovetailed yeah and um it looks like there used to be a lot bigger cutout but also, you could tell the gun was resanded at some point because of the finger grooves. Mm. Where the finger grooves are on the gun, they're rounded off. They're right. not crisp. So somebody definitely sanded down the stock at some point. That's a big indication. Anytime you see, if it's not supposed to be round, if it's supposed to be crisp and you know mm-hmm. pronounced, mm-hmm. that it was sanded down see, at some point. Let me point. see what you're talking about. Yeah, here. I'll, I'll, I'm just going to hand John my phone. So if you look where the hand guard is, you see how it's rounded off. The edges aren't super crisp. Like, yeah. if you look at a Mosin yeah, that wasn't crisp. refinished, yeah, it's supposed crisp, to have, yeah. like, a definite edge to it. Yeah. The same thing, I believe, is the same with Mausers. Um, Interesting. I don't know. I wonder why. So I, well, you know what? Well, it was mean, sanded down and refinished. And, re- and refinished, right. 
I mean, honestly, the, the gun, I mean, the scope mount was kind of rusty looking, but that's what led me to believe at originally that it might be a Yeah, I mean, I mean, the scope mount was legit, and obviously the scope was real. It functioned. Yeah, yeah. The barrel was okay, in okay yeah. shape. I looked down the barrel. It was okay. So I don't know the history of this gun, and obviously when you buy a used gun, you're not going to know the history. I'm but really curious if it's still there. I don't know. It'd be cool. They made like a big deal about it, like, we got dozens of phone calls. It's going it's to be gone. I'm like okay, well that's that's the salesman in them. I know I called about it just to ask what the price was. Right, I almost I was almost like yeah, that, that was my friend who called, <laughs> um, but I didn't say that. Um, you know what? I think somebody's gonna buy it just because to somebody it might be a curiosity piece. But for that kind of money, if you could throw around that kind of money, psh, power to you, man. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it was just like it was just weird, I, I, and I think that not and like I said, I don't know a crazy amount of shit, but you could tell if something looks right. To some degree, w- yeah. w- especially with those letters. Like the first thing I said to the guy was like, "Oh, these, you know, the letters, you know, the 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 Chinese markings." And I was like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah." They're like, "No, it's really cool. We don't know too much about it." And I was like, "It says I was Type like, 56. Yeah. So it's... and I was like, "Oh well, they look like they're new." Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, we don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, why right. not just? It's just like that kind of gave me, gave me a bad taste. Hmm. You know what I mean?" They were they were nice guys, yeah, and they put up with me standing there and looking at it for a long time, yeah. So, Which in this day and so age, thank they you, but doing a bunch. But of you know, shit. you know, what it is like at the end of the day, yeah, they they got to sell their shit. So I, right. I I do get a little bit of the salesman, but like right. you know, just try not to try not to, you know what I mean? It's like I, w- I don't want to say mislead, but well, if he doesn't know and maybe he's trying to come up with something on the spot, well, well, I mean if. It's Everybody al- it's, that doesn't... It's almost as if if I would have never said they look like they were put on there after the fact, he wouldn't have really said anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I guess he doesn't have to. No. You know? Maybe he was trying to let the gun sell itself, kind of. It didn't. Well, not to you. And, you know, I don't blame you. I, I told you to look at the other sniper that they had there, but you I was already, already gone. I was already gone. Yeah. I don't know. I went there for that, and I had a bad taste, and I was like, I don't really want to, you know. Okay. There'll be others. Trust mm-hmm. me. Uh, <laughs> but, so... If you were a new person going into a store and looking at, let's just say, a shotgun or any other type of rifle, um, you know, don't be afraid to just say, hey, I'm going to, you know, get back to you on that. I mean, listen, unless they say, unless they sign a law that says they can't sell this, there's going to be something available at some point. And if you've gone this long without owning a gun and now you feel like you have to have one, then you have to do yeah. your research and be judicious in this so that way you can make sure that you're not getting fucked over. Don't go in there. And look just at drop a, a wad of cash. Look, look on at some a gun shit. that's normally three hundred dollars. It's eight hundred dollars on the shelf, and they and they go and you go. Oh, you know what? I'm, it's a little much. I don't really want to buy it. And have the salesperson or whoever is there go. Oh well, you know, it might not be here when you come back. Like who knows when we're gonna get it back? And then like kind of like it forces you to pay like almost three times the amount. Right. Just don't do it. Right. Don't do it. Don't give them the satisfaction of being able to charge this much for a gun. Yeah. Unless. You know, unless the gun is absolutely worth it. To yeah. some people, that's subjective. Yeah, but I just think people should be paying paying the fair value. Right. You know? For example, a certain place here locally sells a Mossberg Shockwave for $895. Right. But you can get an M1 Garand through the CMP for $750 with free shipping to your FFL plus right. a $30 transfer. So you can get an M1 Garand right. cheaper than you could get... A Mossberg six fifty. No, eight ninety five, bro. Oh no. well. Oh, the M ones. Yeah, they're out of the field. They're out of the uh, the field grades. Oh, so they okay, only okay. have the service grades now. Oh. Um. So yeah, I I feel like the last ones I got were like the bottom of the barrel for the field grades. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, they're probably going to be good shooters, but cosmetically they were look like they've been dragged through some shit. Yeah. Which I you know I kind of like. <laughs> so 
Um, yeah, so you can get pretty good guns for cheaper than you could get commercially new ones. Obviously, the M1 and a, and a shotgun are two very different guns, but... You know, if you feel like you need a rifle for something, look into other options. You know, maybe an AR, you know, isn't in your wheelhouse at the moment. You know, look into other options. Don't be, don't buy into the hype or the craze about shit. If you're interested in, in, in getting into guns and the prices are just too much right now, why don't you take this time and do the paperwork for your, you know, for your pistol permit? Right. Handguns generally are cheaper than rifles in some cases. I mean, pound for pound, they're not. They cost more per ounce of material than a rifle, but you can get a pretty decent handgun for like 400 bucks. Yeah. And you're not going to get bent over like you would on a, on an AR-15 because that's mm-hmm. what everybody wants and that's right. what everybody can get. Yeah. In, in New York, you need a permit for a handgun, so the market's a little more selective. Right. And handguns are generally more available than rifles, it seems. Every yeah. shop I go into, the walls are lined with handguns. The cases are full of handguns, but shotguns are, are non-existent. Get yourself a Glock. Yeah. Glock is a great choice. Glock is a... I think Glock is a great first handgun. I do too. I think it's great. They're easy to take apart. Yes. They're very easy to shoot. You don't have to get all clumsy with safeties and all that shit. Right. And the aftermarket support is insane for them. Right. You can make it into anything you want. And they're super affordable. Right. They're not heavy. Yeah. I would love a 1911. Oh, man. Me too. Get one. You can get that Chinese Toker app, bro. <laughs> 350 bucks. I don't know yeah. if they're still in stock. See if they're still in stock. Go to rguns.com, the letter R-G-U-N-S.com, and see if they're still in stock. I'm really curious because that's the gun you should get now. 762 by 25 Toker app should be available. Richardson Gun Shop? No, it can't be. It. No, just it's R-Guns. Like Google R-Guns Chinese Toker app. Right. He's R got his laptop guns. here in front of him. But honestly, a lot of surplus calibers are still kind of available as opposed to the commercial modern production stuff. Oh, rguns.net. rguns.net. Okay, sorry. I don't know. What am I looking at? Chinese Tokarev. The Type 54, I believe. What Should be heck? under handguns. I see it. Yeah. Three, $350. Do they still have them in stock? I'm clicking. Okay. That says I can add it to cart. That's the gun you should be buying right now, my friend. Oh, yeah. Let me just buy it right now. Yeah, well, I mean, according to the left, you could buy guns on the internet. Add the cart. Add the cart. Yeah. (laughs) Due to the high volume of orders. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. And and buy two. Oh, okay. You know what? Two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then, you know, ammo should be available for it because it's not a very common caliber. You know what? That's interesting. Let me let me look. Yeah. It's 762 Tokarev. 762 by 25, I believe. uh, Tokarev. So we're doing some Google foo here because I'm trying to I'm trying to convert John onto the Millsurp world. I really am. He loves his Glocks, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, the, for the price that you can get in freshly imported surplus gun versus what they're going to be worth later. What, what's the cow? I believe it's seven six two Tokarev seven six two by twenty five. I believe um, Tokarev. It's like a bo- little bottleneck cartridge. Um, it might be available, might not, but I usually like. For example, I was gonna say I saw Mosin ammo, tool ammo, seven sixty-two by fifty-four rimmed for twelve dollars a box, which is what it's kind of been even before the pandemic. So, you know, it's some, called seven sixty-two Tokarev. Yeah, it's not. What's it buy anything? Or just I, I think it's seven sixty-two by twenty-five Tokarev, seven point six two by twenty-five Tokarev, Tokarov. Yeah, so. Yeah, the, the, the TT pistol, 7.62 by 25 millimeter Tokarev. Yeah, I don't see it on this website. Okay, well, that's that website. Yeah. For example, um, SG Ammo. Uh, oh, maybe. Hold on. 
Yeah, it doesn't have it. But we, you could look later. I don't want to tie up the well, people it's listening. Fine. But um, you know, it is a it's a caliber that's commercially made. It's I also found, surplus imported. It. Yeah. Let's see if it's sold out. Where where uh, you? Which uh, sold out? Yeah. Everything. Well, listen, my friend. That's because everyone's buying up the cheap Chinese Tokarevs and buying up the ammo. But I'll take a look at this gun again. <laughs> I mean, it's not any more available than nine millimeter at the moment. So you know, pick your poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And you're surplus seven six two by twenty five is actually really hot loaded, and they say it could defeat level three A body armor. What? Uh, 762 by 25 surplus the surplus stuff the original surplus it was very hot loaded and they do testing on it and it could defeat level 3A body armor like the soft armor mm-hmm. I, no, I don't know if 3A what the hell is this thing for I don't two? know if it's 3A body armor but it's that soft like the pistol caliber body armor it could defeat that the Zastava Zastava that's Serbian <laughs> it's a Yugoslavian Serbian well the, the former Yugoslavian 32 ACP with extra magazine a hold, a holster and a brush guess how much Two hundred and eighty dollars. Two twenty five. Ooh, that was dude. Close. Is this it shit's so cheap? Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, my friend. This is with my friend. My friend. This is the stuff you should be buying. I. Why is it so cheap? Because it's 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 imported surplus, bro. And handgun imported surplus handguns generally are cheaper than rifles. And what the hell? We're Ber- gonna we're gonna have a talk about this. Beretta eighty one BB thirty two ACP twelve round pistol pre owned. Guess how much? Uh, what is this? The Price is Right? Yeah. Um, uh, what was it again? A Beretta eight one BB in thirty two ACP in thirty two. I'm going to say one hundred eighty five. No, I wish it was that oh, cheap. Okay, two ninety five. Okay, yeah, small. Yeah, it's just basically a scaled down ninety one. This is pretty cool. I've never been on Argons. Yeah, they they are they were a big surplus importer for years and years and years, and yeah. they still do, mm-hmm. and they sell also new stuff too. But um, check them out when we're when we're off the mic. Um, yeah. You'd be surprised. And this is why, dude, I love the surplus stuff because it used to be very affordable and you could get some cool shit. Right. So for the new gun owner that's out there, don't be afraid to dabble in some old shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you find an old shotgun, if you find a, an old pump 12 gauge, it's... You Where know, is our guns out of? I have no idea. Somewhere in the Midwest, I think. Um, Illinois. Illinois, Yeah. If you see like an old shotgun, you know, hey, maybe buy it, fix it up, and you can get a 12 gauge for a pretty decent price. Same thing with an old rifle. If you see like an old, like a Mini 14 or a Mini 30, you know, I mean, those guns are pretty expensive nowadays, but, you know, in New York, a Mini 14 or a Mini 30 is a pretty decent rifle to have. It's not an AR, and you could probably get it for less than an AR. Oh, wow. They have they have 9mm ammo in stock. Oh, yeah? They probably yeah. don't ship here. Well, you could probably have to ship it to a, an FFL. So... <laughs> I mean, it's more affordable than what they got going on. Yeah. Now, twenty three dollars yeah. a box. It's not. I mean, it's not great. It's not bad. Right. It's not terrible. That that used to be like hollow point pricing. Yeah. This is yeah. just like shitty. Just your normal. I'm well, sure. so it is out there, people. If you do your, if you do look and you do your research, there are there are other options out there. Don't just be the the first guy to jump on whatever you know thing that a local shop is selling. Be a little more judicious, you know? Do your yeah. research. Ask around. Ask your friends. See if they have anything laying around. Yeah. Like I said, you know, I know my buddy's going to have a hard time finding ammo. I have some extra to spare. I'm going to barter with him. You know, make it worth my while. So, mm, right. So that's really, as a, as a network of gun owners, we really need to like kind of stand together with this crap and kind of weather the storm. Right, John? Yeah. I mean, it's tough because you got people who don't want to give up what they got. No, you know, and I don't blame them because I'm kind of one of those people to a degree. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I like I said, over the years, I've bought a case of ammo here, a box of ammo here, and it does build up. Obviously, yeah. now if like for example, in my case, I have a crap load of Mosins. Yeah, I mean not a crap load. People have way more than me, but I think the last kind I have is like seven. 
And all the ammo I have, I have to divide that by seven per gun. So I have an allotment per gun. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? All the Mosin you ammo I have. You only have two hands. You need to divide that ammo by two. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm getting at is, the way I think about it is, all the ammo that I have, I have to divide by the amount of guns that shoot that caliber. Mm-hmm. So, for example, my Mosins, I have, I think, seven Mosins. I think that's the last I counted. And the ammo that I have, I only have a certain amount technically per gun out of that big stash that I have. So in reality, if I look at a gun, I only have, well, I think the last I calculated was like four or 500 rounds per Mosin that I have. So, I mean, in reality, that's not a lot of ammo. No, that you're is... Giving me, you're giving me the look. What? What's the look? Describe it. You're giving me like the eyes wide open, head tilted, <laughs> like I'm nuts look. Yeah, because you fucking are. I mean, yeah, but... Okay. What? I only have 500 rounds per Mosin. Right. That's not a lot, if you think about it. (laughs) No, but, like, it just... It just... That is such a weird way to look at it, because who are you arming? You're not arming an army. I don't know, man. Who knows what's going to happen in 2021? No, stop. Nothing. It's going to be like the fucking Eastern Front on Long Island. No, no, it will not be, because (laughs) Biden will win, and everything's going to go back to normal, because... How how I'm how not many? talking I'm not talking against protesters and rioters. I'm talking about the people that want to come take the guns. That's what you I'm talking about. Are not <laughs> shooting at anybody who wants to take your guns. Guaranteed. You know what, man? I've I've thought about this on Dude, and off. If they knock on your door and they say you have no choice, I can guarantee you you'll be giving them all. You'll be giving the guns up. I, you know what? If it ever gets to that point, dude, I don't think I would, in all honesty. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Taylor. What are you gonna do? You know what? I don't. I'm not trying to be a Rambo. I'm not trying to be like you know hyperbolic about all this. But if it ever got to the point where they're going door to door to take your guns, I pray to God that I'm not the only one that would not give it to them. Mm. I I really hope I'm not the only one in this boat. Because in all honesty, you know what? If in anything, I'll give them like a 10:22 and then bury the rest in the backyard, bury the ammo in the garage. You seen my garage? You're not gonna find anything in there. Can't find anything in there anyway. <laughs> I know. But that's what I'm getting at, dude. If it ever fucking got to that point, you have to think of, okay, how many rounds per gun do you have? Mm-hmm. And then if you have family members, all right, you get that gun, you get that gun. And, you know, I might sound like fucking crazy right now, but it's honestly something that people think about. Yeah, I mean, I could see you thinking in that way if you were like a prepper. I'm not a prepper, but I just have reasonable expectations. For example, I know my guns are old. Do They're... you even know seven people? Yeah, probably. Like no, everyone. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Seven everybody, people who don't have a gun who would need one. Let me tell you. I've had people say to me constantly, "Oh, if shit ever goes down, I'm coming to your house." You know, everybody tells me that. My, we used to talk about that. Yeah, we used, you to, used to say up like on the roof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're so, in the zombies. Listen, you're you're fucking out of line on that one because you said the same shit to me. So you know what? Yeah, it's a community no. thing. But yes, I have said that shit to you. But I've never said to myself, "Well, I need to ration my ammo down to per gun so well, I know how much I'm I rationing." Have. It's not that I'm rationing. You just said. No, no, no. It's not a ration. It's a reasonable expectation per gun, knowing that okay, if these guns need to be used, how much you could use per gun. It's not a ration. Obviously, if I need to use more, I'm going to use more. I'm not saying that you're going to shoot seven guns all at the same time. But what I'm getting at is when you have a large collection and you have a a decent amount of ammo, that's the way you have to think because then you realize it's actually not that much ammo. And then you really then have to step up what you have. Let me ask you this. What? You have a thousand guns. Yeah. 
in theory. Yeah. I know you wish you had a thousand. I wish I do. You have a million rounds of ammunition. I wish I did. That's not a lot of ammo. No. You're fucked. <laughs> I mean, what, a million rounds of twenty two? I mean, it's not a lot of I mean it's a lot of rounds, but it's you know, it's not a volume, it's not a large volume of it. Listen, I don't want the government being able to tell me how many rounds of ammunition I have and how many guns I could have. And they shouldn't. Exactly. So to the people that's that... not what we're not talking about that. What I'm saying is you have hold on. <laughs> what are you doing? Math now? What the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah, I am. No, because no, no. I... <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you already gave the info out. What do you mean the info out? You said you have seven Mosins. Yeah, about that. Five hundred round four hundred and fifty rounds per Mosin. Yeah. You gave the information out. Yeah, I think I have somewhere in the neighborhood of like 4,000 rounds of Mosin ammo. I'm pretty sure. It's 3,100 rounds. 3,100? All right. So it's it's around there. I think I have more. That's, I, you know, it. I have some in different places. But so you have like four four cans, four, I, four crates worth. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. One, two, and then, yeah. Well, maybe like four and a half. But yeah, four crates isn't that much. No, it's not. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So I'm not fucking crazy. Well, you were talking a little weird. Listen, like I said, if I'm the only one on that fucking ship that thinks that really thinks that if shit got to that point where they're going door to door saying to take the guns, I, I'm not the only one in that ship. I can guarantee that. No, I don't think that you would be the only one. But I'm saying like when you're saying to yourself, well, I need 500 rounds per Mosin. So when they come to take my guns, I could shoot people. I'm not saying to shoot people. To defend your property. To defend my freedom, man. I'm not, you know what? Mosin wouldn't be the first choice to to go to in that instance. (laughs) No, I hope it really wouldn't be. But dude, Mm. throughout history, weapons of war, we've shown that Mosins have been fucking effective. They are effective. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm not Vasily Saitsev. I'm not, you know, Simo Haya. I'm not these Mm. snipers with them. But you know what? It's Mm. a fucking gun. And it's been used in combat up until present day. I I wonder... I don't think it's ever going to come. Well, not in our lifetime. I don't think it's ever going to come. People to that. now listening are like, "God, this guy's a fucking nutbag." No, but I don't. I mean, you're a little, you're a little crazy. I am, but it's not unfounded, man. It's really not, and that's I mean, not no, even counting the two two three or the seven six two by thirty nine. Stop talking about your stash. You're gonna get a knock on your door. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think that, um, I would hope that people would defend. You know, I would. I would. Not everybody would. No, not everyone would. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. There's gonna a fight. strategy. I'm, I'm like not going to fight to the death. You give them a 22 and you bury the shit in the backyard. Yeah. I think I'm. I'm in a different situation because I. I'm not going to be the door they're knocking on. You know. No, I mean they're not going to. They're not going to come take. You're going to be the guy knocking on doors, John. <laughs> You're gonna. Are you going to disobey a direct listen, order, John? It's not lawful. Well, listen. No. Listen, and 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 this is something that I, I really do believe that we're we are, I mean we're sworn to uphold the Constitution and the yeah. Constitution of the State of New York, right? Yeah. It's I'm sorry, but if they said you have to go door to door and start confiscating legally owned firearms just because they decided that's Ooh. such it's so far off from the Constitution of the United States that it would be it would not be a lawful order. No, it wouldn't be. Not no. at all. So I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think it would not be. It would definitely not be local law enforcement making those knocks. Oh man, it would no. be the fucking army, dude. And even then, would the army enforce it? I would hope they wouldn't. No, exactly. But that's what I mean. I and mean, we were talking about mass noncompliance. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they could write, and I've said it before, they could write whatever they want on a piece of paper. 
But if they don't have people to go and enforce those laws, it's just ink on paper. Right. Right. And that's why I don't think, yeah, I think that they could really, really, they could really infringe on it. But there was they're mass not gonna... compliance with the SAFE Act. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think that a like a mass gun confiscation would ever be something that would um, that I don't know, the man. Would Biden would really love that. A lot of politicians would really love it. Yeah, but it would I don't never know, happen. mandatory buybacks. You know, like Biden was saying, he wants a mandatory buyback on all assault weapons, quote unquote. He didn't write if it was mandatory. It's fucking mandatory at that point because then what if you don't if you don't sell it to the government then what are you in possession of I don't an know. illegal the way, gun the I way mean, they wrote it was that they were having buybacks to try and get rid of certain guns like to like quell you know the the amount out there I thought it was a mandatory buyback and if you didn't if they they made the assault weapon quote unquote assault weapon illegal they had a mandatory buyback if you didn't sell it back to the government then you would be in possession of an illegal fire well, no, much they didn't, like they did in Australia they, they want to ban they want to ban weapons of war, but they want to ban the pr- new production of weapons of war too, right? And then Air they want to right, and then they want to like regulate the existing ones. Yeah, regulate them. How are they going to do that? Uh, right, but what I'm saying is like not. I mean, it didn't say it was a mandatory buyback. I think it is going to be. I think it would be because honestly, why else would they be buying them back to try and get more some of them off the streets? That's bullshit. <laughs> that's some bullshit yeah I know I mean that's where have bullshit. they had they've had mandatory buybacks yeah, right Australia New Zealand um, but England any, but no mandatory buybacks here in the states no not mandatory because yeah. it's illegal it's against the constitution I know yeah but getting back on track with the new um, like what we said things we've been seeing in the pandemic but this is the kind of emotion that it raises mm. the fact that people want to take your guns away and that there aren't any guns to be bought, no ammo to be bought. Things are tough. Times are tense. Things are tight economically. People are losing their jobs. It's like, you know, you always feel like you're on the brink of something. You don't know what it is, but you just feel like at any point, like what we saw this whole pandemic, your city could be fucking burned to the ground. Yeah. And then what? And then you're left with nothing. You know, it doesn't matter how much Mosin ammo you have if yeah. your fucking guns are on fire. Yeah. It's so funny because <laughs> the people who don't want you to have the guns the most are the greatest gun salesmen of all time. Right. And I always joke with the Mosin. Obviously, I know the Mosin isn't the best for home defense. Or, you know, <laughs> I, I get that. But it's yeah. just, it's a large part of my collection. And I always joke with John, like, oh, you need me to grab the Mosin. Like, listen, yeah. it was on the Eastern Front. It's still being used today by combatants all over the world. So, you know, it's. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong. And I was giving you a little bit of shit for like you know all the ammo and whatnot. Dude, trust me. I wish I had five thousand rounds of nine millimeter right now. Yeah. You know, and um, this is. I think this is this whole situation because I were you know back when we had the other with you know with Obama we yeah, had like this we had pretty Sandy much Hook. a similar thing going on. This and, is worse. Um, it, it's definitely worse. This but, is but, way but worse. It's worse because there's three factors. There's COVID. There's the fucking riots, and yep. now there's a presidential election. Right. There's three it was fucking, the trifecta. Yeah. The, the trifecta. Tri- retro. Right? Yeah. The, the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> it's the trifecta over here. Yeah. But um, you know, we have the 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 three pronged attack. But um, I think this this is really an eye opener for a lot of people is buy more guns. If that's what you want to do, if you can, but you have to buy ammo. I was thinking about like ways to store ammo today. Yeah, just put it in an ammo can, put a desk in pack in it and call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have ammo loose in ammo cans. Yeah. I have ammo in boxes in ammo cans. What do you think is, do you think it's, it's 
better to keep it loose or in, in boxes? Mm, it depends, man, because honestly, sometimes the boxes help keep things kind of separated. Yeah. It also allows for airflow through it, but it also takes up way more space. Right. So if you if you, if space isn't an issue, keep it in boxes in the ammo can. It's probably easier to count, so you could just open yeah. the can and be like, oh, I got 100 rounds in here. Yeah. Versus, you know, all my M1 ammo, I just dumped in a 50 cal and it's almost full. And I'm yeah. like, all right, I kind of know how much I have in here. Mm. But Yeah, but you can get ammo cans so cheap. I was just telling yeah. Taylor I got Even used. You, yeah. Well, the used ones, but I saw used ones on um, on Amazon. They were like $18. Yeah. But I saw I saw new production ones, great rubber seal and yeah. everything. I showed you them. 25 bucks, Not yeah. bad. Yeah. And Taylor was saying you can get them at Harbor Freight, but I've only ever seen... Harbor Freight for a while, like a month or two ago, they had a sale on like the metal ones. I think yeah. they're imported. They're not domestically made, but yeah. they're metal and they have the rubber seal. They're normal Are they GI... Used? Are they used? No, they're new. They're, they're new production. Standard GI yeah. 50 cal cans, but I don't know if they're made here or yeah. they're imported. Yeah, I don't know. But you can still find them used, man. Every gun show, every yeah. gun shop has them. Yeah, I don't. I just there's. I, if I could buy a brand new one with the seals in great right. shape and everything, yeah. I'm not gonna buy. Put a little used bit of oil on the seal, throw a yeah. desiccant pack in there, and you're good. Yeah. You know, um, I noticed the other day some of my mags had some rust on them. You and keep you keep them in crates. I have a tall ammo can. It's like, it's like almost the height of like two or three fifty cal's. Oh, actually, it's like three fifty cal's tall. It's like it's the same dimensions, like. Uh, length and they width. Were, they were rusting in there. I I don't know, man. They're surplus mags, and maybe they had some rust on them originally. They're surplus AK mags, like like old ones, spreading. Like the, they're ten rounders. They're like yeah. old ten rounders from yeah. like the 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 Chinese or the whatever. They're like old surplus ones that have yeah. been kicking yeah. around. Yeah. But um, yeah, they just um, they just had some rust on them, and I guess they just kind of been sitting because I don't go in that one often. Mm. I don't really, you know, shoot those mags off that I just kind of keep those in the closet yeah you know I have a few mags that I keep in the safe with the gun you know the those but I don't really shoot those other ones often mm. but you know yeah so you got to keep things dry you got to keep things clean you know and uh 10 round AK mags are great the um if you could find them the surplus Chinese ones you could find them on eBay 10 rounders they're great or if you want to spend a little more coin, the Egyptian ones are great too, but the Chinese are a little bit better, but the Egyptian ones are worth more. And then they make the 10-round Korean ones, which I have a few of them, the new production KCI South Korean 10-rounders. Those actually had some rust on them, and that was, I'm like, this is fucking brand new. So I think maybe, I don't know, maybe the can isn't that great, or I, I got to oil them up, clean them up. But I have a few, yeah, that just had some rust. But, you know, go through your shit every now and then. I mean, it was kind of humid in your basement. yeah. Over the summer, you're keep AC him in the closet. Land. Yeah, but I'm saying it was like yeah. hot down there. It was humid. Yeah, a little. I bit. could see how they would have gotten a little fucky. Yeah, yeah. Because this summer, when your AC broke, right, for a little bit. Um, no, that was you, last summer. Oh. It was last year that I. I uh, no, that was this this summer. No, it was last summer. It was last year. I didn't have the AC in the house. No way, not yeah. a chance, dude. Yeah, because that's what I got the dishwasher and I got the stove the same time I bought the air conditioner. It wasn't this summer. It was last summer. I'm telling you. But anyway. No, it's not dude, that. I remember like sweating my ass off down there in your basement while we were like practicing. Well, that's because the air conditioner is upstairs and there's five guys in a room jamming around and sweating your balls off. Maybe it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. I'm telling you. You're telling me about my own fucking house, dude? Dude, I'm telling you, you you've been wrong before about things. <sighs> I've been wrong about a lot of things in my life. I'm going to ask your wife. Ask my wife. Should be like, anyway. this year. But anyway. All right, um, guys. Listen, I think we're done, right? Yeah, I think we're pretty done. Uh, like the last episode, this one was just John and I just talking about what's on our minds. We were literally uh, saying, dude, this fucking pandemic shit is crazy with these guns. We got to talk about it. 
And I'm hoping people maybe can give us some feedback. And you know what? Honestly, on the on the New York Gun Guys page, if you see a deal or if you see something that's in stock mm. online, post it up. Let people know. Be, you know, buy some for yourself nobody's first. Nobody's posting that shit. Buy some for yourself first, but hey, spread the word. <laughs> you know, hey, this shop has yeah, got some yeah, local yeah. shit in stock or this mm. shop has got a good deal mm-hmm. on this right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, just I don't need a shotgun, but this shop up, up yeah. in upstate has a, has a good selection of 12 gauges, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Post on the page, man. People yeah. might you might help somebody out, and like yeah. I said, create a, uh, a community of gun owners and just try and get through this shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah, all it is for sure. And uh, just make sure your mags don't rust. Those those Korean uh, KCI mags, they they're kind of eh. so yeah. <laughs> keep everything lubed, oiled, oiled. Well, yeah. I mean, oil prevents rust, so yes, it does. All right, everybody. All right, uh, check us out. All of our other episodes on yeah. all the podcast platforms, Facebook, Instagram, like us, subscribe, follow us, share us, listen to us when you are done listening to all of your good podcasts. Yeah. Save us for the end of the night when you have a beer and you just want to be angry at the world. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, as always, stay safe. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode of the New York Gun Guys podcast. If you guys enjoyed the show, check out our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you can find a podcast. Uh, We have new episodes every Monday and Friday, so check us out. Uh, We're also on Instagram and Facebook at NYGunGuys. Check us out. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Share it. Uh, We really appreciate it. Thank you very much for tuning in, and as always, stay safe.